Welcome to another episode of the Chillinoy Podcast. Today I'll be playing a pre-recorded conversation with Kimbo, who you might recognize from the Kimboology Podcast. In this episode, we talk about medication, meditation, and masturbation. Bow chicka wow wow. But first, I wanted to let you know that we are now selling Chillinoy branded clothing. We are starting small by offering t-shirts. You can pre-order your t-shirts now at chillinoy.net slash support. I'll throw the link in the podcast description so that you can click on it and bounce over to our website. From there, you can check out our awesome design and place your pre-order. Now the shirt costs just around $25, not including shipping. $5 of that transaction will be going to us and the rest of the money will be going to a local business right here in Chillinoy. Help to support the Chillinoy podcast so that we can continue to deliver you content and, of course, keep the lights on. Place your order at chillinoy.net slash support. Once again, that's chillinoy.net slash support. If you're really high and you're having trouble spelling that, the link is going to be in the podcast description. Enjoy the episode. Coming at you with another podcast today. Right off the bat, I'm using new recording equipment. You see this mic right here? This is new. Isn't that cool? I'm excited Exciting. about it. Yeah. And as you can hear, I'm I'm joined by a friend. Um, Kimbo, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience of the Chillinois podcast. Hi, Chillinois podcast audience. My name is Kimbo, aka the Blasian Sensation. <laughs> I have my own podcast called Kimboology, and our tagline is meditate, masturbate, and medicate. Hell yeah. So definitely check out the Kimboology podcast. It's on all streaming platforms, wherever that's you right, can that's find right. podcasts, right? Um, you're also on social media. Yes, I'm on all the annoying social media platforms that are out there. <laughs> you know, oh, not TikTok, though, because that is the ghetto. I can't like TikTok no. is just a mess. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, I try to tweet more, but I did tweet that day that like IG and like Facebook and like WhatsApp just like bleh. so <laughs> yeah. I was on Twitter like, what y'all doing? What's going on? Because yeah. tweeting is like, I know that like a lot of people do it. I just haven't. I don't know. Do you tweet, Cole? Do you, like uh, occasionally? We, you know, okay. if if folks want to follow us, we're on Illinois State. We're on Twitter at Illinois State, and mostly what we tweet is just like if we've got a new show coming out, or I might okay. just tweet something stupid that's on my mind, like. <laughs> I'm stupid. Sometimes I t- just tweet I love the thing. random thoughts, though. Like the thing is, like, I'll think of them and I'm like, I don't think to go to Twitter. Like, I'll just like talk on my podcast and just like fucking just mm-hmm. feel. By the way, I swear. So if, I don't know if your audience cares or. Oh, they are going to be fucking. Furious. All right. Perfect. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there you go. You're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. But yeah, I'm no, Maybe. I'm really excited. Like I actually listened to Chilinoy podcast. I don't know when I started listening to your show. Cole, but like since you know like we're in the Illinois um air, you know we're in the Illinois industry of like cannabis in a sense or we're cannabis Illinois enthusiasts so like I like started working in the industry because I used to work as a bud tender and um from that I think I just kind of like started following all the like Illinois cannabis enthusiasts canisters and I found you and I started listening to your podcast and so I actually started the platform on Facebook it's like a Facebook group um, called Bud Tenders of Illinois. Mm-hmm. So if you are a Bud Tender, if you live in Illinois, um, it is a Facebook group that I run. I'm the admin on that. And I really wanted to start it because when I was a Bud Tender, I never felt like there was a, a safe space for all Bud Tenders to go to and to vent, to talk about stuff, to 
you know, to just talk about their, like, there's a whole like niche, you know, you know, way of thinking when it comes to bud tending and like dealing with the customers and, you know, talking about, you know, our jobs of like, you know, where they're being fair or not, or if we're being, you know, you know, being taken advantage of things like that. We, I wanted us a place to like vent, but also like a form of community. So I started um, the Bud Tenders of Illinois on, on the Facebook group page so I could reach out. And so I always would share your, um, your episodes of your oh. podcast on there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank I you would, so much. Yeah. So I, I mean, like the latest one with Tommy Chong is really cute. It was so cute. Tommy Chong is so cute. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for giving me an opportunity to plug one of our uh, former podcast episodes. Yeah. Check out our episode with Tommy Chong. It was super fun. Um, if you haven't checked out the first episode he was in, I think episode 83, but this, in this one, he returned and he talked about um, his new dispensaries that he's going to be starting up with uh, his buddy Cheech, who you might know from that Cheech is and Chong. so iconic. Yeah. The new movie that they're going to be releasing, which when he had talked to me the first time, I think they said it was going to be a, a documentary, but it turned into a movie in between right. talking to him. So apparently it's a movie now it's going to be super uh, fun. So yeah, definitely check that out. Thank you for mentioning that. That was no, was I cool. enjoyed it. Cause I just watched uh, one of the old school t- uh, Cheech and Chong movies the other day and I just saw how like, he was so young in it you know and then just I you know I loved him on that 70s show like yeah he was like the like like Leo you know on that 70s show um so just to hear him on your podcast I was like oh and then he was so sweet and just like so like warm and just kind of everything that you I I would expect or I expected that he would be so I was pleasantly surprised because you'd hate to hear when a person's like not that genuine like a celeb yeah. or like a person that has a lot of like you know you know, me- media attention on them and shit. So like, it was nice to hear how, like, what a cool, just like old dude that he was. It just likes to smoke pot. So yeah. <laughs> he really is awesome. I have mm-hmm. to just say that one of the things he shared the other day, I felt like he, he embodied it the, in my, sh- in dealing with him. Um, he said, giving back to the cannabis community is a good feeling, but let them keep it. And that's a great feeling. Yes. Come and, on, uh, preach. Yeah. Come on, I mean, he like he just one of the things he did for me in the show, which is a small thing. It's not like it like made my show go through the roof or whatever. But like I asked him at the end of the show, this most recent show, like, do you have any other other things that you would like to plug? And he's like, I just want to plug the Chillinois podcast because I, I, I know I heard that. I was like, and Aw. I was like, dude, that's just so nice of you. Like you didn't. So have, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, he's he embodied exactly what I just read and uh, a great guy, but Hey, let's talk about the Kimboology podcast. I, I, uh, I've heard a lot of good things. How did you, how did you start? Um, I started during the pan, the Panduce, Pandaroma, the Panera Express that we're still in, (laughs) Um, whatever you want to call her. She's a mess, but I started during that. I'm, I was a big, big, huge podcast uh, fanatic. Like you can ask any of my friends. I've been, I've been obsessed with podcasts for quite some time now. Uh, shout out to The Read, which is like one of the godfather, um, especially in the black community. Um, the Read is with uh, Crystal and Kid Fury. They are either one of my favorites. Jaden XD is also in that family. Um, Jesus and Miro, which I don't know if you know, they're fantastic. They started like they're two Bronx dudes, you know, that they have their own show on um, Showtime now. So just like listening to, and then obviously, you know, Joe Rogan, who is another huge influencer, one of the first as well. 
if not the first, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't know. I I had such a love and, you know, affection and like just I appreciated podcasting because it got me through so much, especially when I was traveling and backpacking. So like when I was like young and dumb, you know, and I just was like, fuck, fuck being responsible. So I just was like, I'm going to go travel. I'm going to go backpack the world. So I actually like I think I was like 23 uh, I decided to just like go on a leave of absence for my job for three months. And I lived out of a backpack for three months and traveled the world. I, I went to 15 countries when I did Whoa. that. Yeah, it was insane. It was great. It was a great time. I, I, I've been to like 34 countries in total, but that was my birth into kind of like experiencing that life. And so podcasting, actually listening to my favorite podcast has kept, kept me connected to like my roots back home especially when I was in like the jungles of Bali, like with fucking like monkeys next to me and shit, you know, like I needed that. I needed a center to like make, you know what I mean? Like those podcasts were there for me. And so I experienced so much through my life too. You know, I was, um, I'm an actor and a dancer. I was a pole. I am a pole dancer for about eight years now. I pole danced and taught um, pole dancing for like seven and I, you know, traveled around the world pole dancing and I also competed professionally. I won first place and then, you know, in the, in the nationals here in, um, I think it was in St. Louis. Um, yeah. that I, took, I gotta that say a- you're much better than I am at pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're going to work on that pole. I'm going to come down there. You and your girl are going to, you know, I'm going to give you guys a private, you know, lesson. So oh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's, you know, you know what? Annoyingly, guys are actually really good at pole because you have natural upper body strength. Sure. So it's like, guys, you'll be able to kind of like go on the pole and do what well, there's a move called a shoulder mount, which you'll put the pole in your back shoulder and you push down on the pole and you lift your legs up in the air. Right. A right. lot of men can do that without even trying. And it's irritating. That, I was going to say, I've not even been on a pole and that's my fucking move. I can do that. I can already tell you that. I can do <laughs> You're that. like, I already know. No, we're going to we're going to make that happen, Cole. You know, I feel like it's going to be your new thing to keep. Hell yeah. Keep in shape. No, actually. <laughs> but no, I honestly like that was. Pole dancing was like my life. I pulled it. I actually um, fun thing was I actually was one of Snoop Dogg's pole dancers for his show in Milwaukee what? for Summerfest. Yeah. So I have the footage on my if you go to my my other um, Instagram page is Kimbo underscore ish. I S H. You can see like the footage of me like, you know, performing. So like me and like my my, uh, my partner who was a, a sex worker, her name is Fierce. She was like sitting on top of me and I was like doing their, it's called a surfboard move. So mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So I've, I've, I've lived a very weird and random life. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I really want to offer like, you know, my experiences to people, but also just kind of like encourage others to first of all, be good people. Cause another big, um, huge weekly segment that I have in my podcast is called sexy sustainability. And so I'm actually really, really, really passionate about sustainability and saving the planet. Um, a huge hippie. Like I actively on an everyday basis, try to do things, you know, that will help, you know, save the planet and then reduce my carbon footprint. So that week, that every week I showcase a, a company, a way of life, a product, a, you know, anything that where you can change your lifestyle to help the planet. So we talk about that every week as well. So um, just kind of like, you know, doing things, showing, showcasing topics and things that I love, but also that I want to help kind of guide some people that if I feel like maybe didn't have that knowledge growing up or does, you know, haven't realized that, you know, you don't have to live in America. You can actually live outside the country, you know, like, cause I actually lived in Australia for a year as well. 
Um, so it's just, there's just a bigger, bigger life to live. So I just, Kimboology just kind of like started from there. So yeah. Cool. So, um, started over the pandemic, like what was, um, what was the original idea? Is it close to what it is now? You know what, Cole, it's still ever evolving. Cause you know what I mean? Like I, I did this because I was like, you know, I wanted to kind of like form a community with like-minded people like myself, but then I'm also allowing the universe and God just to kind of take me to where I'm supposed to go. So the, the, the podcast is ever evolving, you know? So I just recently joined, uh, I had my, my, one of my close best friends, her name is Becky Campo. She is now my co-host on the show. So she joins me on, and then we kind of talk back and forth and we kind of go through the segments together now. And then if I have a guest on, um, which I do have guests like every, so, you know, every no, so often I've had guests on like, um, the co-stars from the show Southside, which is a, a HBO max show. It films Whoa. here in Chicago. And they're really cool guys. They're just, you know, real cool guys from Chicago. And they um, they're the stars on that show. And uh, I know them because I did the pilot episode with them. So I was their stripper slash pole dancer in that. So, yeah. And then we just kind of stayed connected and they came on my show. And, you know, and I, I have like, you know, a really awesome guest that I had on, which was a, a childhood um, friend of mine who shout out to James LaRusso. He actually um, lived his life as a gay porn star. And then he, you know, he recently um, came to my show and to talk about his journey as a sex worker, but also his uh, journey now being retired and also uh, his, his road in sobriety. So he is, you know, he had substance, substance abuse, you know, in the past and things like that. So he shared his story as well. And when I tell you it was phenomenal. So that's the episode on my show too. Um, It's called um, Tommy Defendi. Like that's like the episode is Tommy Defendi. He's the actual porn star that that was his name. That was his name. Um, gotcha. But yeah, um, I, I'm going to look up the actual like number. That way you guys can reference that. Cause that's yeah, one of like, do. honestly, it's one of my, you know, cause the fact that he was so open about sharing his journey with me, I mean, we went to kindergarten together. So yeah, it was one of those things where like we knew each other since we were like very little, but I was really, really appreciative that he was um, just so, just so raw about just sharing his whole entire like experience so it's actually on my show it's uh episode 25 and it's called tommy defending my journey as a gay porn star featuring james larusso so um so yeah that's just kind of like you know some episodes just to kind of explain like what kind of topics that we talk about on my on my podcast um you know i love the show broad city so i did a broad city appreciation episode um, you know, just like random things like that, you know, um, I had like, you know, I'll I had to tell like Justine about that. Cause she would probably love that episode. She really? Loves yeah. <laughs> she so. loves Broad City. Broad oh, yeah. City's fucking amazing. I, I love Broad City. And then like me and, um, on, on, and then also we also, me and Becky, my co-host, we love, um, shows like the handmaid's tale. And yeah. so we talk about that. And then I have my other, her cousin on, and there's a show on HBO called HBO Max called Legendary, which is like featuring the ballroom scene. So we talk about mm. that. So it kind of I like the variety in a sense of like things that I enjoy because there's a market. There's a there's an audience out there that enjoys the same you know topics and things like that. But definitely, you know, I I'm a BIPOC. I'm a black indigenous person of color. So that is literally my audience, too. And also, you know, anyone that also is woke, like Cole, when you asked me like to go on your show, like and I've followed you for some time and I've noticed the things that Chilinois podcast posts and I 
was like, all right, I align with you. You know what I mean? Like I like, and just same with, um, you know, shout out to Patrick from the daily Ember. He was actually on my show as well. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So he came on our, that episode's called cannabis nerds. So, you know, and he's another white dude from like the South, like Southern Illinois that just was like fucking like woke and dope and like an ally like yourself. So that right there, I feel like is what we need more of, you know, in this world that we live in with everything that's going on and mental health being like really important right now, more than ever. We need people like you and Patrick that are like white people, white men, especially, but are white men that are responsible and then also like are not afraid to like go there and be raw and real and be like, you know what? Yes, like there are racist pieces of shits out there, but I'm not one of them and I'm going to stand up for what's right. And like we and I'll tell you that, like in this community, in my community, in the black indigenous, you know, people of color community, we appreciate that and we need that. So shout out to y'all. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I certainly, um, I certainly appreciate the kind words, you know, um, we do what we can to elevate all voices here at the Chilomoy podcast. And, um, uh, you know, a, a lot of the times I'd like to think that we are fighting for what is right, especially with regard to the conversations we have about social equity and yeah. um, how we achieve that in cannabis, because it's a, it's an open conversation we've been having. And it's like the, what, wh- how can we um, right the wrongs of history? How can we um, achieve the goal that if you look at the website for Illinois cannabis, the Illinois cannabis commission and oversight something, um, they basically say that like, this is the the most um, historic piece of legislation that's going to help people of disadvantaged communities. And it's like, I've yet to, we've yet to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I'm disappointed, honestly, in our social equity here in Illinois. It's, 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 there's just like, you know, I, and it's like, I'm a very glass half full person. So I'm like, people are going to do the right thing. Like, that's how people are like, you know, we're good human beings, but like in reality though, like greed and power, like take over a lot of people and like, not everybody does the right thing, you know? And so with social equity, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I often wonder, I'm like, what, what can I do? You know, cause I am, a, I am an industry, um, can I work in the cannabis industry, um, professionally. So I'm always like, what can I do to help the cause? You know, cause seeing, seeing stories, you know, like of people of color that are still in jail for having like a joint on them for like, and being in jail for like 10 plus years, it's not right. It's just yeah. not right. You know? And then to see, you know, these big MSOs and like, you know, people of color, or, I mean, I'm, I'm like white capitalists, you know, people like that are just, just completely making all the money. And yet when, you know, the, literally it was birthed by people of color was cannabis. So like, why can't we benefit off of it? You know, and it's super frustrating because I want it to go right. But, you know, I often, you know, wonder like how, you know, how can we make this right? You know, I'm not a lobbyist, you know, I don't, I'm not a lawyer. Like I don't, I can't write laws. Good Lord. I cannot write some laws. You know what I mean? Like I would struggle, but like, you know, I, I'd, I'd hope though, like us having these conversations about it can help, you know, I don't know. I mean, open people's minds too. And, you know, have that perspective change. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's been my hope so far that, that by having these conversations, we at least get the gears turning. And I think, like you say, the key of 
of where the things are going wrong is that, you know, these big cannabis companies have the lobbyists and the capital to throw at lobbyists to ultimately lobby for legislation that favors them and only them. Um, and I think that um, I'm going to have to like, I don't, I've been talking about it for so long. I feel like I've finally set my sights on a target, which is that like um, we need to, to make cannabis. I'm going to close my door really quick. We need to make cannabis truly legal here in Illinois. Um, because like you say, um, what we've, what we've done and what we've come up with just isn't enough. I just had a conversation with a defense attorney um, who practices here in the state of Illinois. And he said that his job as a cannabis possession defense attorney has not slowed down at all following legalization. Um, and the argument that we made just to quickly plug, plug the episode is that cannabis just frankly it, you cannot say factually you cannot be factually correct and say that cannabis is legal in illinois when people continue to be prosecuted for simple possession of cannabis True. and the point the point we made in that episode is that oftentimes especially with the way the system is set up now it affects the poorest in our community mm-hmm. in our communities which continues to be people of color i mean People of color uh, continue to be arrested for possession at higher rates, even though whites, stati- uh, pe- you know, people, <laughs> whites use at the same rate, right? Yeah, it's no, it's yeah. a troubling statistic that has continued even after quote legalization. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I want to say again, I appreciate your kind words that you consider me an advocate or an ally. Um, you know, I I am just trying to fight for what's right. I think it's what we're doing is wrong. We're not giving people that have been disadvantaged um, by this war on, you know, that have been harmed by this war on drugs, a chance to compete. It just simply Mm -hmm. um, is not, it's not happening in order to compete. You have to have so much capital just to get the license and look like I've always tried to make the point, like you need a lot of capital just to get in this industry anyways. Why are we adding other barriers, right? Why are we adding other barriers to entry? Um, Just really quick uh, before, before I want to snap, I don't want to like do a hard snap back to your podcast, but I want to make sure, you know, I don't get off to <laughs> off the no, beat no much on this. It's your show. Call. I'm like, yeah, this is the first time where I'm like, oh, not first time. Like, I, you know, like it's when I have it, when you have a weekly show and you're like so used to doing your structure, it's like going on somebody else's show. You're like, okay, make sure, you know, I abide by, <laughs> what you want to take the show. I'm going to let you, you know, letting you lead. Cause I could just talk if, and if, you know, my Kimboology listeners out there know. So, <laughs> but yeah, but go on Cole. You know, let me, know. I was just going to say, I feel like social equity has become a buzzword now because of the fact that it's truly not intended. Obviously like the legislative intent doesn't like they're saying words that sound good. Like, but, yeah, like let's see some action. Right. Right, and so I right. really think that it's just become a buzzword because I was just seeing tweets from like, I don't know, from one of the big uh, multi-state operators in, in this country that was basically saying, you know, we need safe banking because it'll allow us to, you know, process our money uh, in, a, in a legal way. And also social equity needs it. 
And it was just funny because it was just like tacked on to the end of the tweet. Yeah. And it's like, okay, just because you're going to like make access to capital in the cannabis industry legal and make banking legal, do you think that automatically is going to correct all of the fucking um, uh, inequalities with regard to access and capital in general? Do you think like all right. of a sudden black, like black people are going to be like, Oh, here, here's the money. Like, do you think lenders are just going to start uh, hand- like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we still waiting for the reparations, but where are they? Although yeah. I did hear that in Evanston, Illinois, like, you know, that was a, a story. Did you hear about that? Like, Evanston, Illinois, like was giving back like some reparations to like, and I was like, what should do I need to move to Evanston? The fuck? Like <laughs> to get some of that money? Like, yeah. okay, but no, I hear you, bro. I hear you. That's that's real as fuck. You know, it's like it's like it's like back up what you say, right? Yeah. It's like have like if you're gonna really preach it and really talk about social equity, it's like let's see some real movement there, you know. Like it seems as if they do like the bare minimum just to say that they're doing it, but it's like it's like I wanna see real movement here in Illinois, you know, yeah. and I haven't seen it yet. So I'm just like, fuck, like I, it's, it's really, it's really hard, you know, like I, you know, and the thing is, it's like, you know, and that's why, you know, on my show, we always talk, you know, I always, our weekly segment is, you know, meditate, masturbate, medicate, you know, and those that tagline will really kind of like fall into like Medicaid mainly being about cannabis and, you know, any, well, also, you know, just basically anything that's not pharmaceutical because fuck big pharma, um, but yeah, no. So that's something that I talk about all the time as well. Like, you know, I cannabis is so near and dear to my heart. You know, I, I grew for the first time this year, Cole, like literally I had my first yield and, you know, I was so excited. Like it is, I, I smoked it today. Like I'm high off my own supply. So like that's that awesome. right there, it's it's just like a great feeling, you know, it's like a beautiful feeling. And I formed such this like relationship with my cannabis plants in my greenhouse. And it's just, you know, when I really truly knew when I like, cause the thing is like growing up, I always listened to the propaganda and I always believed it. Cause like, my, you know, real tea, like my, my family, you know, my family members, you know, I've, I had access to cannabis a long time ago, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I literally remember like seeing my father would dry weed plants as when I was a little kid in our basement. And I would be curious and like ask my mom, what is that? You know, like, yeah. what is, you know, what is my dad doing? You know, and um, my mom is actually from Thailand. So she would, you know, she wouldn't really know herself, but she would just kind of like, oh, that's just George's uh, medicine. You know, this is for, him for his eyes. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Not really understanding and really knowing that that was cannabis and like, you know, my father has since passed, but like, I often will think about like, man, like if my father was still here, like I could actually like, we could share the love of cannabis together. And I would like right. be so dope, you know, cause it is something that has changed my life, literally changed it. So yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, um, so with regard to social equity, like I, I just feel like the way that we can at least, you know, just start bite-sized the way that we can gain some ground on the fight towards what I would consider to be social equity, which is that um, we need to make cannabis completely legal people like we need to do away with that um, notion that anybody's going to continue to get charged with cannabis related Mm. offenses. I thought it was legal. Why the fuck is it? Why the fuck are we getting charged with crimes? Of course I want to say really quick because some people like posted and they're like, 
they're like, oh, what? You think you should be able to just smoke, drive around and smoke weed and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, I'm not arguing for that. I'm not arguing for intoxicated driving. I'm arguing for you should not be a criminal for simply possessing, using, uh, consuming, cultivating, processing cannabis. Like I thought it was legal, right? Yeah. So why are we, why are the police even involved anymore? So I think that if we can just cut out their involvement entirely, that right there in and of itself will, will get like, I think that'll be a victory um, for the citizens of Illinois, especially B, BIPOC, because then we wouldn't be uh, dealing with, with that anymore, at least. Right. Mm -hmm. And then of course, I'm not like negating the fact that you guys should like that there should be equal opportunity of participation in the industry. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. but, but I'm just like trying to think like, like I say, just my bite sized approach and, and what I feel like I can argue and what I'm kind of set my target on is like, let's make, let's be the first state because the other thing people have pointed out is that some of the things Illinois has done is not necessarily new. For example, Colorado, one of the first states to legalize cannabis, you can still find yourself with a felony uh, prison time, you know, fines of over $10,000, think up to a hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, whoa, I thought, I thought weed was legal in Colorado. Yeah. Right? And then I would hear that too. Like in California, there would still be raids, you know, like, yep. Yeah. yeah and they, you know, and like California, that shit's been like fucking legal for how long, you know? So it's like, what the fuck's, you know, really happening. So like, why are there raids and why are they like going in and absolutely. taking away their products and, you know, taking their money? It's yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, Cause I do, ha I will have friends that will argue that they, they don't want marijuana to be federally legal because yeah. they're just so afraid in a sense of like, we also live in America. So it's like, the, yeah. the, you know, how it's, you know, how fair is it going to be? You know, in a sense of like, I mean, fucking Jeff Bezos doesn't pay any fucking taxes. Yeah, no, you're right. I you want to quantify mean? So, that. I think it should be decriminalized. Nationally. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, for like sure. legalized. Cause yeah, like you say, like, and this is something that our friend Mike, I think it was Mike Malcolm. I try to give credit where credit is due. Um, this is something that I think he said. It was like, you know, the state by state approach, while we haven't seen the best results in some cases, aka our, our state, um, it still at least allows this like idea of a laboratory of democracy. In other words, like, you know, the people can vote on what the system's going to look like and possibly have a say in what the outcome is versus like you say if you just kind of fucking open up the floodgates amazon coca-cola budweiser <laughs> bro i mean i saw i saw amazon trying to get into weed i was like oh you bet i was like skirt skirt you better <laughs> if this mother if he gets can you imagine if amazon starts selling weed oh my god like i i'm gonna like i can't like oh, fuck and I, the sad thing is it might it's very possible, you know, like, yeah. which is fucking scary. It's terrifying yeah. to me, but it's the world we live in. It's fucking, it's America, you know, like it's exactly why I left the fucking country in the first place. So yeah, I was like, the only reason I got came honestly, the only reason I moved back to America was because I was getting kicked out of Australia. So, <laughs> cause I didn't want to pay for another uh, visa to live there. Cause it's expensive as fuck. It's like 10,000 Australian dollars to like, you know, cause I did a, I did a working holiday visa when I went there. You, so what do you say it costs? I did uh, what I did a working holiday visa, which is like only for a year. And it costs that one costs like five hundred dollars American. But 
in order to stay past the working holiday. Like, so if you want to like apply for yeah, like, yeah. citizenship, so to speak, it was like something ridiculous, like 10,000 Australian dollars. Or something. It's a lot. It's a Rocky, lot. Fucking, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And your girl didn't have it. So I was like, yeah. well, I guess. And the thing is like, the thing is though, that, that is the fucking year that Trump got voted into office. When I was what a literally year to come back, I when I tell you I was like kicking and screaming and like all my Australian friends were like, I'm so sorry, Kim, like that you have to go back there. I'm like, yeah, it fucking sucks, but it's my life. But yeah, I mean, I voted, though. I voted for, you know, I voted like all the way in Australia. I had to mail that shit in because I was like, I'd be damned. <laughs> like, so you can't tell me I didn't vote. I fucking voted. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah well good 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 for you doing your civic duty um yeah so uh meditate masturbate medicate yes yes break it down because it sounds really fun yeah so every week we talk we have uh our weekly segment meditate masturbate medicate and so i basically have the guests or and or me or becky will choose a topic for us to talk about and then the thing is like meditate anything can fall under meditation in the sense it's like if you do yoga, if you do, you know, if you're a sound bath healer, if you're into crystal healing, you know, that all kind of falls under meditate. And then we'll have masturbate, which literally sex, anything sex related, dating relationships, you know, um, toys, anything like that is falls underneath that category of masturbate. And then we have medicate. Um, and really, honestly, the mainly the, the things we talk about would, which would be you know, cannabis and like shrooms and things like that. I don't, I don't talk about big pharma cause I don't believe in big pharma. So, but yeah, that, and then, uh, Medicaid that kind of like falls into that category. So anything like, so yeah, I just, we kind of just like choose a topic and then, you know, from there we kind of either, you know, if we're, if we're trying a new CBD lotion and that'll, you know, fall underneath, you know, Medicaid or if, um, you know, we have a new sex toy that we want to talk about or talk about yeah. Yoni eggs and things like that, that falls underneath masturbate. So so yeah, it's really fun. And, you know, people tell me they look forward to it every week. So yeah, <laughs> that's all awesome. you want to do it. Do you want to do it this week on your show? I don't know. Like what's the rules with that? that sure. <laughs> go, try so me. You want to choose, choose a meditate, masturbate or medicate Cole? Sure. Uh, why don't you pick one for me? <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm going to choose masturbate because this is actually the one I feel like most men run away from because they're like, oh, fuck. Well, yeah, uh, I, I wasn't. Sex. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> I mean, mind it, it. you, like it doesn't have to be anything. It's not it's never something where you feel like I feel like you have to force yourself into sharing something really uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like it can even be as as little as like, I don't know, like, you know, I like to masturbate in the shower because it's very calming. I don't know, like random or like, you know, me, you know, me and my girlfriend or whatever tried sex toys once and it was really fun or I don't listen. I don't know. Even if that's too, you know, too much for people like, you know, but I do have guests on there like, oh, pfft, hell yeah, let's do it. Like <laughs> masturbate. Oh, yeah, I do it all the time. What do you want to talk about? So <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm game for it. I, what, what are we? So I, I just have to say, like, what I, <laughs> what you do, you're like, so, um, what do I do? Uh, how about this? Like, do you watch porn? When you no, masturbate? not that much. No, you don't watch porn even... when you masturbate. No, I, f I find it to be like degrading against women. Really? Oh, God, <laughs> you're such a good one. Like, <laughs> it's shit, like I can't even fucking do that. <laughs> I'm like. Like I've like I studied Tantra when I was living in Australia and that's a big part of Tantra where they like try to like wean you off of porn. And when I tell you like 
after a long day of work and you just kind of want to get things going, like I'll just turn on my phone or my iPad and just put on some porn and then yeah. get it popping. So, but, mas- but now do you, I'll ask you this question when it comes to masturbating, do you notice a difference when you're high as opposed to you're not being high? I feel like, you know, I've been working on this. For, uh, I feel like I'm high all the time. So, <laughs> True. Um, so yes. Um, yeah, I usually masturbate when I'm high. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, but do you remember how it was like when you like say it an orgasm, before, you know, when you're not high as opposed to when you're high, like is that feeling like completely, like really significantly different or do you, or not really? Um, you know, <laughs> it's been so long and I'm sounding like a fucking, uh, like I've got a drug problem and I possibly do. <laughs> um, but, uh, here's what I will say. How about this? To give you something to run with because i feel like i'm being difficult um no you're not uh uh i just threw like hey talk about masturbating on your show you're just like holy yeah okay <laughs> yeah my grandma listens to this show no i'm joking does she oh i was like i'm sorry grandma <laughs> <laughs> she she knows about it but i don't know that she, i don't know if she could even figure out how to find it online. right exactly. but um uh so like when i let me put it this way when i first started smoking and I masturbated one time when I was high. I was like, holy fuck, this is awesome. Right? Like okay. uh, much better. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say is that I was so into it that I didn't realize my father had come home. Oh my God. <laughs> and I still don't know to this day if he heard. Oh my God. Or anything because I was into it. <laughs> And I did not think anybody was home. Well, there you go. You got lost in it. Thanks. I to was cannabis. lost in the sauce. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah>. Literally. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's real. Cause it's like, you know, and for, for those of you out here listening, like, well, not, never mind, because your audience most definitely smokes. So um, because I was like, some of my audience, like, they don't really smoke. So it's like, you know, I, I always say in a sense, it's like, give it a try. Cause it's like people are a lot, of, like, there's still people that are like scared you know in a sense or like a little tentative to trying cannabis you're like mm-hmm. you know smoking or trying an edible and so like i've even tried to like kind of wean like I, i'll give like i have like like cbd like bombs and things like that that i like that i would give like my friends and then like to see if like the ones that don't smoke you know what i mean yeah. and like to see how their reactions because cbd you know you, you'll you still get that like relaxation from it but it's not something where it's gonna like freak them out you know what i mean mm-hmm. so with that like you know if you do try it and you masturbate and you have an orgasm when you're high, it, there is a level like you can go really deep and you can get kind of like, like lost, like you said, lost in whether you're, you know, by yourself or you're fantasizing in your head or deep in a porno like me. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I agree, you know, and I think it does elevate, you know, when um, your orgasm. So, and I know for women, especially like, especially, you know, I'm a woman. So I, for, for a fact, it allows women to kind of get their mind off of like, kind of like focusing on like, oh my God, you know, like, you know, when you're having sex, like, oh my God, you know, I, I, I have to orgasm. Like I have to reach climax and like that pressure we feel as well. And then Mm. when you're high, you kind of like let that go a little bit. So you're able to kind of like be in, be more into it, be more into sex too. So, so yeah. Hmm. I didn't know. Be high when you have sex guys. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I, I've never, you want to hear one of the most ignorant male comments you probably ever hear, but it's probably, it's probably not in the way that you think like it's, Oh my a, God, tell me. I'm like, 
Uh, when you yeah. said that that like women get nervous during sex too, I was like, women get nervous during sex. See, and that is why we talk about it on my show. Yeah, like we talk about <laughs> sex because it's like, you know, as a woman, like you know, like other statistically, like oh, I don't, I can't even tell you the exact number right now because I just don't have it. But a lot, like there's a high percentage of women that still are not orgasming during sex, and it's something that you know I feel like is always so like taboo to talk about, but it's like. It's it's the truth, yeah. you know, and I'm fucking sick of people like tiptoeing around the truth. You know what I'm saying? So like when he, when you smoke and when you're high, it's like, you know, as a woman, like for me personally, like I'm able to just turn my fucking brain off more and I can just relax and enjoy what's happening, you know, to me or, or me doing to the other person, you know, me pleasing the other person as opposed to thinking all the time, like, oh, my God, OK, focus, focus, you know, yeah. it's annoying. So. Yeah met women do you know we we get nervous in that sense too we do we definitely do i you know one thing that i feel for women on for sure is the idea that that like you just said that i think it is yeah pretty normal for a woman not to orgasm uh and i'm speaking from experience here no i'm joking Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) no it's real though like and that's the thing i i'm so fucking sick of the lies like just be honest you know be real yeah yeah you want a little bit of like raw honesty like i think when i was in high school i was not making girls come and uh because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing because (laughs) sex education is shit in this country also uh you know also i i'm I could have done a little bit more research, I, I guess, in retrospect, but I was a kid. Anyways, the point is, I was going to say I feel for women because I couldn't imagine having sex and not have like not having an orgasm. Like, what's the fucking point? It's almost like, <laughs> it's abusive. It's like, it's like I feel horrible for if like I already know that there are some girls that I didn't get there i know that there's probably a select few that acted like i got them there um i'm hoping that a few of them are real (laughs) but i'm just i'm just trying to be funny um (laughs) i really don't feel bad though that like that's that's horrible (laughs) that's horrible yeah it's it's, and what it sucks is it's like it's way too easy for a man to to come oh i mean simple friction at this point with you guys right (laughs) yeah like Friction. People, there you go. You're good. Yeah. Some people, you just say something to them. And, like, <laughs> and there you go. Right. Yeah. Did you ever watch, did you like the lonely Island or the lonely? Yeah. The lonely Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With like, um, Andy Sandberg, Sandberg, Andy Sandberg, yep. Andy Sandberg. Um, and who was the other, I can't remember the other guy's name, but, um, did you ever watch that one skit they did on SNL called jizz in my pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This shit was gold, bro. That shit was so funny. I watched, I used to watch that all the time when I was in university. It was hilarious to me. But yeah, that was like, if they did anything, they would jizz in their pants, which is essentially what Cole was talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but you know, you evolve as a man and you evolve as people, you know, but like, you know, I mean, the thing is though, that that's why I want like, you know, normalization of cannabis and like, you know, helps with so not only just medicinal, and anxiety, anti, you know, anti-inflammatory reasons, you know, but it also has its sex, you know, in sex. Like I use, uh, when I went to California, uh, Colorado, I, I purchased this one sex lube that had THC in it yeah. and my, my, my pussy was high and it was fucking amazing. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> yeah. We may, yeah. Have, we may have sampled that product. It was pretty awesome. 
Yeah, the one I the one I remember getting was called Foria, and that shit was. That's amazing. what we had. Yeah. Yeah. Foria. Oh my god, yeah. it was awesome. We we don't have it here in Illinois. No. Which makes me sad. I'm like, uh, can we get that here, please? So yeah. yeah. I know the struggle. Well, that but was yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was kind of like you know how things go in Kimbology. So Cole, you'll have to join me on my show next, and we'll yeah. have to do like a Kimbology episode where. You know, we talk about weed because I guess I had a friend actually that reached out to me when I had Patrick on from the Daily Ember. Shout out to you, Patrick. Uh, she was like, I really like that you brought this like white dude on to talk about weed. It was really cool. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, you know, it was like different, you know, like because like, you know, we I want variety. I want to show people like different perspectives, you know, like but obviously I'm not going to have some fucking Trump supporting racist motherfucker on my show. Fuck that. But you know <laughs> what I mean? But like. You know, she, she was like, I'm down with that. Like, I, I really love that you're just bringing all these different people on and you get to talk about, you know, real shit. So I, I think it'll be great. Cole. So we'll have yeah. to do this on my show next. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to it. So um, you mentioned some of the shows that you've done. Are there any uh, other episodes that you'd like to, to plug for people to um, check out? Um, um, and do you have yeah, like a website? Well, I do. Yeah. So you can actually, I mean, my link tree. So if you follow me on Instagram, uh, Kimbo at Kimbo, Kimboology podcast, my link tree is in that. Um, and that has everything on there, um, from my podcast, from Spotify, Apple podcasts, you know, um, my website, but my website is, um, www.kimboology.com. And that's where you can kind of find, you know, I put clips on my, so I have a YouTube channel as well. And that's where like the visuals go. Um, I've been slacking on the visuals. I will tell you, um, since my co-host not and I are now like, you know, recording together, um, we need to kind of like get our life together and get a camera and like start filming us in person. But, you know, as we go on, you know, we, we just turned one. So Kimboology was, um, in August, we had our one year anniversary. So, you know, we hit a year in podcasting, which as you know, Cole, like podcasts, you know, if you people in this, you know, podcasting, if you're not consistent, you know, it's easy to fall off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is it? I can't remember the statistic, but it's like a really high percent. It's like 80% of something or maybe 50 years. I don't know the percentage, but a lot, a high percentage of podcasters that start a podcast end up quitting after a few episodes or just stopping yeah. or just kind of not staying consistent. So, you know, I think that it's a huge um, milestone, you know, in a sense of one year, but um, yeah, check out my episode, check out my podcast guys. Uh, at Kimbology Podcast. Right now, um, I'm launching um, episode 52 um, in a few days. And then, but what, let me see. Let me go through like our little thing. Oh, we have one episode that is pretty popular. It's episode three and it's called Hostile, Hostile Bathroom Sex. Oh, that is my third episode. That's the title of that one. Sounds so, like my kind of. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Sounds like a good It's got time. a really interesting story in there. So definitely check that one out. And it does include what the title says so that's just a little thing there um i do have an episode called the tantric sex episode which i do talk about my journey with tantric sex so you can listen to that one um i talk about my um traveling journeys too um there's an episode on number seven is traveling solo dolo and that one is where i talk about kind of how i was able to travel to 34 countries uh 34 countries because i am not rich yeah. But you don't have to be rich to travel. You know what I mean? So you just have to be smart. So I talk about tips on that, you know, because um, traveling is a huge part of me as well. Um, uh, I have my comedian friend on Matt Torres, who's really funny. 
he was just on he was just actually performed on zanies and um it's called comedians in quarantine catching up that's episode 13 um my friend joy victoria actually she's a black woman entrepreneur in california and that's episode 14 so that's black woman of cannabis um oh the episode with my with my uh when i told you i was performing with snoop dogg her name is fierce so she is a sex worker and a stripper she was on my show on episode 15 and that's called stripping sex work and pole dancing featuring fierce very cool um yeah you know so we talk about a lot of really good stuff you know a nice variety. Um, we um, There's an episode on number 20 with my friend Sabrina Boyette, which is called Traveling While Black. She's a Black woman that was living in Thailand for a few years. So she shares about her journey, journey with that. She's a big traveler like myself. Um, International Vibes, episode 22 is with my friend Margot Bino. She's an Italian woman living in London and I met her in Australia. She's fantastic. And yeah, and then you gotta, you have to catch the episodes of the coast, the stars of Southside, um, and it's called Southside with Kareem Young um, and Sultan. And that's, I have two separate episodes where I interview both of them. And so season two of Southside is launching on um, HBO Max, I believe in November. So you can check that out too. Um, but yeah, I do have some really exciting guests to come um, that I'm really, really, I'm, I'm, planning on you know having some friends that work in the industry of filming because I have friends that are writers on shows and then I have um I actually reached out to the woman that runs Black Girls Pole and Pole Dance Nation and like talking about pole dancing and like kind of like getting kind of deeper into that world so there's a lot of really good stuff that I have planned for Kimbology and you know honestly you know I'm really also really open to feedback and if you guys want a topic to talk about or if you there's something out there that you don't hear much about but you want to talk about it like you can always you know send a send me an email you know at, at kimbology podcast at gmail.com you can always send it to me um you can always reach out to me on ig instagram at kimbology podcast um you can tweet me even though i'm not really on there as much um I need to get on reddit more but my my co-host becky is really good on reddit you're really good with reddit right cole uh, yeah. yeah i don't really uh, understand it i'm over here like huh like <laughs> the, the i'm subreddits okay and really people it's don't confusing to me. I, I feel like everybody just hates me on reddit but it's okay really <laughs> that's what reddit's like yeah just a bunch of oh fucking, my god but you know what i figured out is that hurt people hurt people so i don't take oh, yeah. it personally so oh yeah that's okay hurt people definitely hurt people so it's just like what like a bunch of trolls on there just talking shit right yeah so here's the difference you know you got twitter instagram facebook most people like post content including themselves so while they may still be hiding behind an online pseudonym like you could be hell for all we know your name could be pat instead of okay. Kim, what i'm assuming is kimberly i'm assuming your name's kimberly yes, right my name is yeah. kimberly so uh you know, you could be hiding behind a pseudonym, but we like see your face. And so there's, there's still like some humanity to you. you like you've got some repercussions, but with Reddit, you're just hiding mm-hmm. behind a username and maybe the ah. content that you post, people could possibly put together who you are. Um, but for me, I'm a really easy target because people see that like I host the chill in my podcast. So um, I've got a name and face behind my Reddit account, whereas a lot of people don't. So uh-huh. I get really lovely messages about uh, what people think about me. And it's uh, I, what I did was actually, I don't even get the messages anymore. I just turned all my notifications off. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely don't have my notifications on. Fuck that shit. Yeah. And I feel bad to an extent because there used to be people that would reach out on Reddit where I could make a really good connection. But at this point, if people really want to get in contact with me, we make it pretty clear how you can officially get in contact with me through a, a, you know, a a legit Mm -hmm. medium versus Mm -hmm. anonymous communication. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, Reddit's cool and everything, but uh, it's... I think that it has a reputation of kind of being a breeding ground for trolls. And to an extent, I think it rightfully earns that. Um, but there's a, <laughs> there are a lot of really cool people that I've met on Reddit. There's a dude that came on the show one time that's been growing weed since like the fucking seventies and eighties, like before wow. grow lights were even like, he bought like the first wow. ever indoor grow light. And he actually, I've met him. He still has the grow light. It's like fucking bigger. Than, it's bigger than my body. <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm kind of a small dude. So, I mean, but uh, it's, you know, anyways, there are good things, but it's the internet. There's a lot of bad things. Right. Right. Anyways, right. And then, you know, no, like Reddit, it seems like, you know, you can kind of play around because like you can hide, like you, said, you can hide behind it, like, like an alias. So you can kind of like be or be, do or whatever you want, as opposed to, like you said, IG, where it's like Instagram, it's like your face on it. So you don't want to yeah. like, you you're less, I feel like people are less likely to be an asshole if their face is on it. Cause you'd be like, this right. fucking asshole, you know, <laughs> it's like, right. so. especially with cancel culture. Right. So, oh, yeah. you know, cancel culture. So, yeah. Yeah, but I get that. I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, no, it's been really fun. I mean, like I, you know, like I said, I, I, I love your podcast too. And I love that you have this, you know, um, you're trying to kind of like share everything about cannabis, but like in the sense of like here in Illinois, like, you know, people that are in this industry, like know of you and like know the podcast and like, like appreciate the things that you're sharing. Cause like a lot of that stuff that you share, a lot of the stuff, like all news, it's like all hidden away or it's all separate. Whereas we can just come to your platform and like see all the news for like cannabis, like news when it comes to like, like all in one place. So it's super convenient. So that's what I've, I've done that many times when it comes to Illinois. So yeah. So I, I appreciate, appreciate that. And I appreciate that for sure. Right. Um, I always like, I don't mean to downplay it, but I just try to, um, I mean, I try to just share things that, yeah, catch my eye and, and mm-hmm. I think are substantive. Um, but ultimately, I got to hand it to like, we've got some really great reporters in this state. Uh, Tom Shuba, Mike Fouché, Brad Spearson, oddly all white guys, as you can tell by the name of it, uh, names of them. <laughs> um, you know, I'd love to see. Uh, if there are other reporters out there that that I'm, I'm missing your work or whatever, chat, come, reach out. I'd love to have you um, on. Um, do you have? Do you follow Chicago Chicago Media Takeout on Instagram? No, no I'll I don't. send it to you. That one's you. gonna be more BIPOC, I think, run in a sense because cool. But it's not just Canada. It's just like Chicago news. Yeah, yeah. So like everything. So and it's a lot. Like Dude. and it gives you like inside scoop of like footage of like you know shootings and things like it's crazy like have you Chicago heard of, media uh, takeout is great have you heard of city cast chicago city cat chicago C- city cast chicago oh, city cast chicago no i haven't you'll have to check that out it's hosted by this yeah. uh this guy named jacoby cochran i think he's from chicago mm-hmm. um uh person of color and uh you know just runs a really awesome show 
Um, he's the host. It's a podcast? It with, yeah, yeah. It's a okay. daily podcast out of Chicago. They drop a 15-minute episode every day. I listen to it on really? my way to work. Um, I'll have and, to look uh, at, what is it called? Chicago Cast? Uh, C- City Cast, Chicago. Oh, shit. Look at me. City yeah. Cast, Chicago. Oh, I, it just popped up. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, they're out. really good. I, yeah. Just for a shout out for them, they did a really good episode recently on, uh, um, I think it was called Abortion Rights, but it, it may be Women's oh my God, Reproductive yes. Rights. Um, they we, did we a, talked about that too. That's great. Yeah, you should check it out. Their episode, like I say, only 15 minutes and he does a really good job of talking to policymakers about how they shaped Illinois' law, which is actually a really strong uh, women's rights law for you know the, the right to choose yeah. what you do with your reproductive system, right? So yeah. Um, well, shout out to that. I'm literally gonna. I just followed it, so I'm gonna definitely check them out. Yeah, Thanks for that. Super and I'll cool. send you Chicago. I'll send you Chicago media takeout on Instagram. Please do. And actually, mm-hmm. a, a question I have as we start to close. Um, uh, Want to plug again, really quick, folks. Kimbology podcast. Uh, there's gonna her link tree is gonna be in the podcast description as well as the uh, Instagram handles, both uh, your personal one and the Kimbology podcast one. Um, so all that is going to be in the podcast description, folks, definitely check out the show. Uh, like she mentioned, if you go to the link tree, which again is in that description, you can find it on your preferred platform and anything else that you have on your link tree going on. Um, wanted to make sure that people could find your show really quick before I ask my next question to close. Um, which is funny because you, we were kind of already headed in this direction. Do you have any shout outs for other content creators in the state of Illinois? um in the state of illinois or even it doesn't have to be the state of illinois if you've got other content creators that are just really doing a good job we just try to do what we can to elevate voices here um well you know since since i'll talk i I would love i mean i can just share a little bit more about like my favorite podcast in the sense of like just like the ones that inspired me um because i would love to pay homage to them because that's really what's made me be influenced starting my own podcast so like i said the read podcast like you know if you don't listen to the read you should um and then there's jaden xd which they're literally one of my favorite podcasts to listen to um getting grown which is also another great one um but the boat the bodega boys which is with jesus and marrow and they have their own show on showtime they're fantastic I'm a big office, the office fan. So I listen yeah. to office ladies. Love that one. That's one of my faves. Um, the friend zone is another fave of mine as well. Um, <clears throat> when I want financial advice in, in the, in the black and brown community, I'll go to market Mondays and I'll go to earn your leisure. Those nice. are some podcasts that are really killing it as well. Um, I really enjoy the office deep dive. That's with the, the guy who played Kevin on the show. And that one's like a little bit deeper about the office. Cause I'm a, a little bit obsessed about the office. I need to actually do an office appreciation episode of my podcast soon. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the brilliant idiots is really funny, but it's a mess. Like sometimes it pisses me off. So it's, it's that male perspective that I need every now and then, but you know, um, but that's what Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz. Um, that one's really good too. Um, but yeah, you know, and I also had, um, I was also, um, on the black mind chronicles podcast, which is a friend of mine that's from Texas and he focuses on mental health. So that I should shout him out too. And, um, free-ish is another podcast. It's hilarious. It's just comedy and, but that's more for the gay and black community. If you guys like that type of stuff, but yeah, I mean, I'm, 
a huge podcast fanatic. I love podcasts so much. And, you know, I'm always down to like, you know, for suggestions or like if, if something that aligns with me, cause there are a lot of, there's a type of person, right? Like there's people that love like the crime, the true crime podcasts and things like that, or if they want more informational, or if they have a specific thing that they are really into, like the Sopranos or the office, things like that. So, but, you know, I just think that it's so great that, that you can have this platform and, a, and form a community of like-minded individuals just by talking and yeah. sharing our voice. So shout out to podcasting. Shout out to podcasting indeed. <laughs> hey, I uh, I know we're a little bit over uh, our hour time slot. So I wanted to be mindful of your time. Are you okay for like maybe one more question? I just looked at my notes and realized I didn't ask a question of something that- Yeah, did. yeah, that's fine. Um, I could find, I could probably find the answer if I just listened to your episode on it, but I just, I had to take a note on it. What is tantric sex? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, well, I'll definitely <laughs> leave it with, cause that's, a, that's, a, it, to be honest with you, is it's it a big? one of those. Yeah. Like, I can't even tell you like in a sense of like, oh, it means that it's like tantric sex is the practice of, of a mind, more mindful sex in a sense of like mind, body, spirituality, oh. yoga. Like it's very hippie, very hippie dippy, very woo woo, you know, in that sense. But I figured it had something um, to do with like bondage and like hitting each other or something. No, no, it's actually not. <laughs> so it, yeah, in a sense, it's like when I didn't know either, but like Tantra is like, that's the study of Tantra, which is like, it's, it's really like a, a way of living of a, like a mindful, spiritual, you know, holistic way of life. And then Tantra is like, formed with tantric sex and it's basically a more mindful way of sex so gotcha yeah listen to my episode guys the tantric sex episode that's a really good one so i talk more about it in that yeah i definitely will because that's a i gotta learn more about this sounds interesting so it'll only help everybody (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah that's what i'm saying well folks i hope you found this episode entertaining enlightening um, and I hope that I gave you another show to add to your library, the Kimbology podcast. Yeah. Once again, all the information is going to be in the podcast description um, and, uh, you know, make sure to follow uh, Kimbo on social media and give this local Chillinoy in your support. Um, folks, we'll see you next time on the Chillinoy podcast. Yeah.